Welcome to the Best Self Podcast. Uh, this is Brad Dalton, and I'm so excited to have you with, with us today. We got Viliami Tuvai, the Tongan beast, with us mm-hmm. today. Uh, if you haven't heard the name, you're going to start hearing a lot more of it. Viliami uh, is a success coach for 260 plus companies. He's a keynote speaker for 20 plus industries. Uh, he's an author. He's the founder of the Invictus Youth Foundation. Mm. And if you ever had the opportunity to be in the same room as this guy, you know that your hair is going to be standing up. He's a rock star, not just a, a businessman, but a, a life coach, a success coach, a husband, a father, and just a human being in general. So, so excited to have you, man. Brad, it's my pleasure. Uh, man, I'm excited to be here on the Best Self Podcast. Yeah. Well, we're going to just going to pepper you uh, with stuff here for the, we, all of our stuff, all of our podcasts are really small. Like we try to keep them short. So we're just going to get to feel you as much as we can feel coach V for roughly 12 minutes. We're going to rock it. Yes, Sound sir. good? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, um, like I said, the biggest thing I've always noticed, noticed with you is that when you're done being in the same room or the conference room or the gym or whatever, you feel, you feel Coach V. What is it about you? What is your juice that makes you go? Like, What is it that brings that out in you? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. What is the juice? I mean, if you have been through the things that I have been, Brad, been through as a child, uh, my, my overall outpouring of gratitude, energy, and positivity just comes from coming to this country on vacation, never going and never going home. And then coming from a well-off family in the islands and then choosing to stay here because my mom decided that she wanted to stay here with her siblings and then scratching from the very bottom. Uh, I lived with multiple families in one home, like a lot of immigrant families, uh, had the one car garage, uh, be our home, not a not a home with a one car garage that we lay we lived in the one car garage that my aunt um, had in her house and we stayed there and where the winters were really cold and people know you know in the summer the garages are really hot um, and then just an overall gratitude of all the goodness that's just been in my life uh, growing up the way it is that I did um, and being part of the Polynesian deal, we might have been without, but we were never without people that cared for us. And we were never without amazing relationships. And then, I mean, without God's just amazing grace on my life, there's just no way that a person that could not speak English um, and came here at four and a half years old, was an illegal immigrant, is now living the American dream as an American citizen. Um, and though I don't know what the totality of the American dream is, I know that the American dream has made me, and I'm just so grateful for that. And I don't know how to hide that. And, and it's just a realness that's within me, uh, to reach out and help, um, to inject encouragement, positivity, and be a reflection of what it is that I feel champions are in life, leadership, and business. So I think uh, to answer your question, that would be where my juice comes from. That's so great. That. I mean, that, I think that, I think your juice uh, kind of feeds into the topic of empowerment. You and I have had conversations about empowerment. And you can feel that you wear your heart on your sleeve. Would you say that your experiences kind of have helped you develop grit 
and embracing struggle and, and, and appreciating the grind a little more so? Yeah, absolutely. Um, because I look back at my past and the struggle that it is that I faced. One, here's a Coach V quote for you. Life is struggle. Struggle is life, but misery is optional. And if I look back at the path and how it is that I've gotten to where it is that I am today, I have come to a realization and or even a maturity like champions like yourself, Brad, understand that um, the struggle or the ease or success, failure, setbacks, embarrassments, as well as life fulfillment, joy, peace, happiness, fulfillment, and love, they're the same path. It's how is it that we respond according to our dreams, hopes, and aspirations, not according to our fear and negativity. Um, that is the real reason that has forged the inner will, the grit that you talk about, and the fact that, hey, I get this may not be the best situation or that I failed, I've been demoted, I've been fired, I've been overlooked for opportunities my whole life, either when I was in junior high school trying to make you know, the basketball team um, and being like Michael Jordan, I got cut too. I won't <laughs> my basketball career uh, or, or just everything else. I mean, you think you really know struggle uh, until you meet it face to face or you meet other people uh, that have a greater struggle than you dealing with cancer, losing loved ones, having people die of COVID-19. I mean, that is real struggle. And then you start to appreciate your struggle and the fact that it taught you some life lessons that success can't teach. So I am, I am grateful. I do feel that um, the struggle, uh, because only success can, can breed success. Because life struggle teaches us lessons, but it still doesn't teach you how. Mm. It just teaches you what not to do. Yeah. Right? Especially yeah. In, in when you make personal mistakes or self-sabotage, what I call self-sabotage. Uh, but I do understand that both of those have made me. And that if I would go back is the reason why the adage that people say that I wouldn't change anything because of those struggles adversities and hardships is the reason why I am today. Oh, that is so great. It is true that you, until you've been in someone else's shoes, you, you can think that you know what's going on. You, know, you could think you know what's you know, that head coach or that CEO or any position where you have the power of hiring and firing and having an emotional impact on anybody. Until you've been in those shoes, you really don't get it. Even if you've been the person watching them for years, until you're in those shoes, you really don't get it, do you? I, I think you're absolutely correct. Or you could just say, okay, you're five of your most favorite friends that you want and love to be around. Either play golf with, hang out for a card game, or get together as couples with your wives. If all five of us would throw our struggle uh, on the table, I would assure you the majority of us would be fighting for our own struggle back. Yeah, super. Uh, so we've kind of, I always talk about, uh, I believe the true power grid in life is relationships. That's, mm. that's kind of one of my things. Do you have, we all have our different lines or different beliefs or philosophies. Uh, where do you buy into that? And do you have your own beliefs that kind of tie into what you believe the true power grid in life is? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. And that is the number one business quote by Coach V that all the companies it is that I coach, um, as you alluded to, have really grasped on to. And the quote says, there's money in the transaction, but the wealth is in the relationships. So if you take that as a recruiting perspective, as a football recruiter that I used to be, 
or a salesperson or someone that's putting together a programming or something to promote. When it's about the transaction, you will absolutely minimize your opportunities to be successful. But when we focus on the relationships, despite what the price point of the transaction is going to be, what I have found in the over 28 industries it is that I've keynote spoke to my four uh, national brands that I coach in eight markets across the country, that's what works. And it's not because Coach V says so either. It just is. There's money in the transaction, but the wealth is in the relationships. So true. It kind of leads into my next question. Uh, you've, you've seen, you've talked to so many different companies, so many people that are running organizations and whatnot. Could you list one or two common denominators of the most successful people that you've had conversations with? What was it about them or how they ran their operations that made them just look a little bit different than the others? Yeah, not only just a little bit different, Brad, but at a championship level, execute and perform on a championship level, create an environment and culture where people actually want to come to work the next day. That kind of championship level is what we just alluded to. Now, regardless of the industry, 28 plus industries that I've been in, um, there is one common denominator, common denominator by far is that regardless of the business that you're in there or the industry is that we're all in the people business. And when we understand the needs, wants, concerns, and care for those people, both on a customer standpoint and who are on our team, the dynamics just change and not only change, but it changes and transform for the better. Where when we focus on developing our people for appreciating people just for what they are, not what they, what they, what they are as people, not just what they do for the company, all the explosion on the bottom line has been irrefutable in terms of it being a championship approach. I could do push-ups right now. This is awesome. <laughs> this sprints. Do some sweet sixteens right now. Uh, I a couple other questions, and then we're gonna cut you loose, man. Uh, oh man! Would you say? Oh, like, yeah, I got a couple. Yes, I got a couple out of left field that I'm going to throw at you here soon. But before we get to that, okay. um, would you say, would you rather be surrounded by people of integrity or people of loyalty? It's a tough question. Yeah, th that is a tough question. Um, but I, I do believe that uh, both are rooted in one another. And so I would act, I would take either. Uh, because I think loyalty and integrity are both connected to one word, which is character. The way it is that I define character is knowing who it is that you are, what direction you want to go, who it is in terms of what you believe has designed everything it is that's life. And you know the difference between right and wrong. And so anything that is connected to character in terms of loyalty and then also integrity. The, the distinguishment is that in integrity, uh, will trump loyalty, where if this is wrong, they're going to blow the whistle. But loyalty will take the opportunity to go, hey, maybe we should not be doing that. Loyalty doesn't mean to be hijacked by doing wrong. So in terms of my definition, I think I would take either and then negotiate my way according to time, place, and circumstance about who I choose to be with on that particular day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's funny. Uh, 
I just want to do uh, one just quick. Do you have a favorite film or TV show or documentary? Is there oh, anything yeah, that you're watching yeah. right now that you're like, this is good stuff? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what isn't there that's good? I mean, we have, oh my gosh, we have everything other than Hulu. So we have Disney, we have uh, Amazon Prime, we have, I mean, Netflix, we have all these aspects. Um, I think the, the documentary uh, One Strange Rock by Will Smith, where it just talks about the earth and how, I mean, we actually have a radiation uh, freaking force field that comes from the inner core of, mm -hmm. of the earth and how everything is just tied in. I love that in the way National Geographic talks about it. But the way that it just uh, is explained by Will Smith, he's the host of all of these series. Um, so, and then my, I mean, my all-time greats is probably uh, Forrest Gump. All-time great movie. That's a good one. Real quick, do you have a favorite Disney movie? Do I? Oh, I mean, I mean, how can I go against Moana being Polynesian, right? Right. I, mean, I got to go with Moana. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, I wanted to ask you just two questions uh, yes, before sir. we slip out. We had talked previously. You, you've got something you call the three-two-one framework. Oh, yeah. Uh, talk, you know, kind of going into your routine and rituals. And can you just tell us about that real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I – uh, I am a firm believer of personal and professional development. And I urge that to my clients, my one-on-one -on -one clients, my national brands, and every industry that I visit with. So I went to Brendan Bouchard's uh, event in February. And this is where I got this personal development framework from. So that's really the genesis of where I got it from. And the three, two, one principle is a framework for life, for having vitality, energy, for all those of us that are grinders, wear multiple hats, are married, have kids, or divorce and have kids or whatever your, your life situation is, it goes like this. Three hours before you sleep, no food. Two hours before you sleep in terms of three, two, one. Two hours before you sleep, no work. No emails, no projects, no none of that. Focus on your family, focus on your kids, focus on your spouse, or focus on some type of development for yourself or just yourself. And then one hour before you sleep um, is just to no screens, no iPads, no phone no phones, no TV, and just allow yourself to unwind so that you can get sleep. So, I mean, the majority of Americans, I mean, it's just our, the, the stats are just crazy about how many, how many billions of dollars are made by drugs. And so that's where that is, is unwinding so you could sleep, get better sleep and have more vitality, energy, where it, it says that if you get, you know, uh, more than seven hours of sleep, your production energy level goes up by 30 plus percent. And so I just think that's a framework. That's a knockout. Uh, thank, thank you to Brendan Bouchard for that framework. And I teach that to my clients and I carry that to wherever uh, uh, places that I go that, that have grinders. Every profession, people grind and wake up early and have a lot to do. But if you don't have the energy and vitality and can't sleep, nothing matters. Right. You, uh, you, there, uh, Coach V huddle uh oh yeah coming out this week right yesterday yeah 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 so Talk the, to uh, us. the promotion the promotion for what we call the coach v huddle um is a personal and professional development zoom webinars that we're starting on the 27th and the 29th and the first of june they're all free they're 30 minutes and it starts with the 27th is personal development 
um, which is like frontline people, people that are trying to realize what they are, what their purpose is, what their mission and vision would to find themselves and then also be employable and learn some basic life skills to increase the value uh, that they have internally. And then um, the, the second one on the 29th is professional development, which is now for only CEOs, executive leaders, administration, and people that empower other people for the facts it is that I just alluded to in terms of developing their knowledge and then being accountable to reaching and executing and performing on whatever it is that they want. They're gonna be free that lead into a village call, which is $24.99 and then um, a VIP call once a month. So I'll be launching that. We'll be launching a whole uh, social media campaign on that in the future. And I appreciate you asking me about that. Absolutely. I think all that stuff's so important because if you're a good leader, you're also emotionally invested. Mm. And how, how you channel that uh, really, I mean, everything's about feel. You're mm. trying, you know, we talked about at the front end with you, the, the thing that I think is so impressive about you. And uh, I feel like you're the kind of guy that 25 different people could call best friend. You're that kind of guy I because that. you just make people feel good. You, you, you leave a feel. You're, there's a feel about you. And I think good leaders in any arena, whether it be a superintendent in a school district or, you know, the top dog at Popeyes, everyone needs to have an emotional investment to where they're going to make people around them feel. And some, and that it comes in different forms, obviously. But um, you've got thirty seconds, forty-five seconds, to a room full of people that want to be a better leader. You got 30, 45 seconds. What do you say to those guys? How do you make them feel right now that? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. And, and really, I would say that to research and develop your training and your approach to people where you do teach knowledge in terms of the basic fundamental skill sets to be successful, then the accountability in terms of the standards, the daily expectations, the daily routines and daily activities to help people reach empowerment. Because when you can empower people as a leader, some call it an influence, other people call it empowerment, some call it leadership. But when you can help people lead themselves in terms of being knowledgeable, having the actions, daily activities in terms of being accountable, when they become empowered, they can absolutely work to be their best and live their best life. Awesome. Well, hey, buddy, I really, really, really appreciate you taking the time. I know you're a busy guy, and there's plenty of people that want to get a piece of Coach V. So thanks for spending today with us. Oh, it is my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on your platform, brother. To you and all your listeners, God bless you all. May you all really do what uh, this is all about, right? Working to be your best self and, and, and living your best life. Thanks, buddy.